Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. How has the dress code, if there is one, changed at your work? Because for a lot of people, it's a whole different ballgame now that the pandemic is over because the pandemic brought on change that seems like it might stick around for a while. Like so many things that have changed since or because of the pandemic, uh, the way people are dressing is one of them. Yeah, we're talking uh, uh, what was once interpreted as business casual has changed. What what was once interpreted as casual has changed. That is no lie. Probably to more of a business casual. I can think of you and I going back even five, six years ago, talking about the introduction of athleisure. Yes. Right? Which is the joggers and tech fabric and things that are so common now that you see them every day. But I remember then... It was new, and they had coined this phrase athleisure. Right. And it was athletic-type clothes that you could wear and still look stylish. And that, I think, really is what started to change everything. Sure. Is the, the introduction of athleisure, but the pandemic just made it happen faster. Do you think that yoga pants <laughs> was the beginning? Probably. Right. Because that when, when yoga pants came along, by the way, that was predominantly a, a, a thing among women, right? And I would say in the early to mid-2000s yeah, is when those got really it was, popular. Was, was that when that happened? So, about If, it, if I'm remem- remembering cal- correctly. So you're saying that yoga pants were a thing back like around 2005? Yeah. Really? I didn't yes. know that. I do not recall at that point because I think that was still... Low-rise jeans. It was low-rise jeans. It was low-rise yoga pants. I think really made popular by Victoria's Secret because they had the fold-over waist. And then you've got like the little little rhinestones going on. Yes. And they said pink. Yes. Now I do recall that because there was the, you know, and the thing about it is everybody felt comfortable wearing them. Why? Because they were comfortable. They were comfortable. Right. They were extremely comfortable. And then came the memes and the, uh, you know, are these just acceptable for everything? Little did they know that that was just the beginning. Oh, absolutely. Right. Because then you went to the, um, all I can think is Lululemon, and that is not what I'm trying to think of. It was the 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 leggings with all the stuff on them, like the pizza leggings. I Oh, LuLaRoe. Thank you. LuLaRoe. And it, that came I mean, probably right around that same time, mid-2000s. They were like a rage for a very long time. For a long time. And I mean, right? they're still in business. But but that the printed doc- <laughs> legging got so popular. Was it, was it Netflix that did the I think it was doc- Amazon Prime. Or was it Amazon Prime did the uh, the documentary on it? Because apparently the quality began to change. Side note. It's called Lula Rich. It's on Amazon oh, yeah. Prime, and it's fascinating. It is. It is. It is like a train crash. You cannot look away. It is 
fascinating. It is absolutely bonkers. By the way, there were there were some individuals that made a ton of money on that early on, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. And then, but the problem with it was, I think, it, didn't they force them to buy the product? Yes, they had to carry inventory. And now, and then, a lot of them wound up being stuck with it. And and I don't have personal experience, but I know friends who yeah. did sell it, and some of them got stuck with thousands of dollars of inventory. Right. Um. But yeah. Anyway, it all it was like yoga pants, Lularoe leggings, and then now everyone's. I mean, there's a million companies that right. sell joggers, leggings, bike shorts. But this stuff now, as it has evolved, is much classier than the Lularoe leggings. I think so. I mean, there's not even a question. This is not stuff with pizza or unicorns <laughs> or anything else. It's a Listen, bit more subdued. Yeah, I would say it's a little bit more sophisticated. And that's what they were going for, right? They were going for clothing that was comfortable, looked good, that you would wear everywhere. Now, and they now, are succeeding. Right. Now we can talk about, initially, you mentioned Lululemon, Viore, uh Aloe. Aloe is a big uh, one. Fabletta is a big one. Is Fabletics, is that, was that a brand or was that a? Fabletics is a subscription. A subscription, yes, a okay. It is a brand. It's endorsed by Kate. Um, Hudson? Kate, Kate Hudson. Yeah. And I think you pay so much a month and then you get to choose a set. Right. Um, and, but the, the thing about this is it, it not only caught on with women who I would we should all applaud for bringing this along. You're welcome, guys. Because then guys got wind of it, and all of a sudden, athleisure became a thing among men as well. And right? so now the 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 original question that you asked was about dress code, right? Where you work, and I think a lot of people are rocking the athleisure in the office, right? If locally, if you go to a, a for, for example, Jay Long's here in Mankato, you can talk to the owners, Aaron and Matt there, and they will tell you how much it's caught on. It's a, it's a big part of their store now. Huge. Athleisure is huge, right? And it's not just every day up on Saturday mornings, tooling around type stuff. This has worked its way even into offices across the country, around the world for that matter. And not everybody likes this. No. And, and and I'm going to I'm going to give you an example, and it's not even limited to what we call athleisure, right? But it's the more casual approach to dress in general. For example, we were talking to your father this past weekend, who's the president of a bank, and he has been in banking his entire career. Now, he does not like the more more relaxed approach to the office dress codes. But it was funny to listen to him. He sounded like he was 100. <laughs> and your dad's not much older than I am. No, he's not even 60. He's Yeah, he's in and his he was up, like, well, late 50s. They're, they're wearing these Hawaiian shirts and these stretchy pants. And he, I was like, are you 1,000 years old? He calls it the Tommy Bahama look. <laughs> right? Yes. And which I understand. I, I get that. But. He was wondering why these guys, and this is the first thing I'll bring up from 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 men's perspective. You'll notice, and you'll hear this a lot. Men are getting away from ties, big time in to, industries all over the place, into to the point where they're they're going out of business. 
<laughs> some of them, thought? right? Right? Or they're not making them anymore because only specialty shops are the ones that are really make it make it a go of it anymore when it comes to ties. Because, and I've noticed this, most men who even wear sport coats are right, wearing a tie. Are not wearing ties. But now it's it's even made its way onto the suits. Nice suits, but guys are not wearing ties. So I've never worn a tie. Are right. they really uncomfortable? No, I don't think so. I think once you get used to it, because I had to wear one as a young boy in a private school from grades six through 11. Okay. Because then I finally went back to public my senior year, but we had to wear ties. And when I was really young, we had the little clip-on ones, oh, right? Right. And then, you know, you get a little bit older. And you learn to tie a tie. And I did not think that they were uncomfortable. Again, if you're out moving around, it can get warm. And if you it, and if it's tied too tight. But, I mean, guys who wear ties on a regular basis learn how to manipulate the thing to where it's not uncomfortable. Half the time you forget you're wearing them. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. So They don't look comfortable. They don't. No. You're right. You're right. They don't. Especially if they're not worn right. But I will say. But the thing about this is I think guys are just getting rid of them because. And really, I don't know if it's necessarily a comfort thing. I just think that they like the way it looks, mm-hmm. right? It's a style thing. You look, you still look put together. You look business. You look in charge, but you just don't have a tie on. And a lot of, a lot, and God help me for saying this, but a lot of the old guys have a problem with that. <laughs> they do. I'm not kidding. You want to know why? Because that's the way that they were brought in and brought up. Oh, absolutely. Right, yeah. So it's just ties all the time. And I'm like, and I told your dad, I said, that's never coming back. Was my dad's I said, Well, I told him. I said, that's, you know, that's a thing. And it's not just something, by the way, he shouldn't consider this a struggle because I'm sure that his, the, 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 uh, his staff still dresses nice, but sans a tie. (laughs) And one of the big questions that I keep hearing is how people's interpretation of dress codes has changed. Right. Where it's kind of getting more like anything goes instead of a strict dress code. Can you think of an example? We use the tie as an example as one small change for men. And I'm not lying. Take notice next time you're out and about, especially if you're at a at a lunch or a restaurant and you see a lot of the guys. Coming from their yeah, offices. Yeah, having, having dinner together or they're, they're schmoozing clients or doing whatever they do. You'll notice a lot of the men now are not wearing ties anymore, specifically those under 50. Yes. Right? You'll see a lot of that. So is what I want to know, is there anything comparable when it comes to women's attire that you feel is is taking a back seat because of the more progressive, laid-back approach to, to the way people dress? I would say dress pants. There's so many different... Um, kinds of pants now right that like your traditional trouser pants what 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 would you define define as trousers like a pair of dress pants they have a zipper they have either buttons or hooks okay pockets so those would be trousers yeah like gotcha. a dress pant gotcha. um you don't see those as often it's a lot of pull-on stretchy much more comfortable sure kind of pants Right. Um, sometimes leggings, sometimes they would look like a traditional dress pant, but they're a pull on and they don't have buttons. So maybe it's buttons, 
Button pants are Button out. Button pants? Button pants are out. And I, I, I see denim. You know, there's denim in stores. But I know during the pandemic, they said the denim industry took a huge hit. Yeah. Because nobody just lounges in denim. Not only that, but I don't think people own as many pairs of jeans as they once did. I don't reach for jeans nearly as often as I used to. Off the top of your head, and this is going to be difficult for you because you own a lot of clothes. (laughs) I'm a collector. But how many pairs of jeans, roughly, do you have right now? Do I have? Five? you got to have more than that. Not just blue jeans. Do you really only have five pairs? I think so. I've pared down significantly because I just am not reaching for them. No, I don't. You don't wear them often. I don't wear jeans a lot. No. I did get... This is an aside that we'll have to dig into more deeply at a different time, maybe with a professional. I bought low-rise jeans. Well, that they're not super low though. <laughs> they're not like Paris Hilton low. They're not. They're not super but low. But I went on a rant about low-rise jeans when I read somewhere that they were coming back. In I was style, the one that brought that like, to your I attention. I'm not participating. Nobody right. asked for this. Right. What do we do to deserve this? I bought a pair. And they're different. They're they're a more but, modern take. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's back up. I don't think they would be considered low rise. They're just not the mom jeans. That's what the take said, low rise. Did they really? Yeah. Because they look like just normal cut to me. If I can be very honest, the underwear that I had on when I tried them on stuck up over the top. Is that <laughs> Wow. Are you sure you had the right underwear well, on? Well, they were high right. They were like a higher waisted right. underwear. And right. that's just what I happened to be wearing when I was at the store. So I tried them on and my underwear was sticking out over the top. I was like, oh, these are low rise. Because I saw, yeah, the jeans just looked like normal cut to me. No, they, right? they're not super low. But anyway, I swore I wasn't going to participate. I felt like I needed to come clean and admit that I when, that I did buy a pair. When the reason is, well, explain. I'm going to let you do this so I don't get myself into trouble. Explain the appeal of the higher what the, the higher cut what most of us called mom jeans. What was the appeal? For women. They keep you sucked in. Right. That was it. It was kind of like a like almost like a So here. Go yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, let let me do this. <laughs> um okay. So guys wear jeans and typically your jeans go under your stomach. Right. That is right? correct. Unless unless like my father he, he wore Levi's, but he always pulled them up to his belly button and put the belt on, and he wore everything, and I made fun of him for years. But most yes. tri- Je- yeah. wear their jeans, like, below where their You're supposed belly to. is. Yes. Okay. And societal standards, and I'm not going on a rant, I'm just saying it is more acceptable for a man to have a belly that's over the top of their jeans. That is correct. So women have stomachs and bellies. Sure. When you wear high-rise mom jeans, it keeps it all in. Keeps it back in. Keeps there. it all right. inside the jeans, and you don't have to suck your stomach in because it's all it's all under the under the denim. The denim does the job. So then, when you wear low-rise jeans, then your belly hangs over the top of the low-rise jeans, and that's uncomfortable. Let me, uh, uh, honest. Not everyone, right. not everyone has a flat stomach. No. And I, uh, honest question here. Yeah. What, do you think that the higher rise jeans came back into style because it was a fashion thing or was it, or was the motivation 
the fact that it was more accommodating. It's probably a little bit of both because the the mom jeans that you see in style right now, right? This isn't the first time they've been in no, style. No, because it goes I mean, back. They were in the nineties. Yeah, the nineties. Yeah, seventies. They wore high rise jeans, so that part is cyclical. But I think people, women, tried on the high rise jeans, and they were like, "Oh yeah, this is awesome." The reason it just keeps everything pulled in. And I was just talking again. I bring up uh, you know the the people that I know in the industry, some of the higher end retail, and I was I was talking to Matt from Matt Long, from Jay Long's here in Mankato, which is a fine clothing store that caters to both men and women now. And he told me that the lower-rise jeans are coming back in and that the that high-rise look that was around for a while, again, like everything else, is starting to go away again. <laughs> and I shouldn't laugh. The reason I'm, I'm giggling is because there is a social media rant among women that is that is taken off like, I mean, I... Regarding I, the low-rise jeans? Yes. They're, I mean, it's literally right. like, no, right. no, no. And I keep seeing that, and I'm like, what's what's the big deal? And I think that you are bringing up the point that they don't want to go back to that. No, right? and like my generation, so I'm 37, I'll be 38 this summer, we lived through it the first time. And in in the late 90s, early, early 2000s, low rise was like, I mean, the zipper would be like an inch long. Like that's how low rise they were. I remember you when we, yeah, I can think back 10 years ago. Oh yeah. And you were wearing those types of jeans. Oh yeah. And I also was like 15 pounds smaller. (laughs) I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but it's just, yeah, I get it. I get it. And I I didn't have kids yet. Right. And so, yeah, my zippers were one inch long and that was real darling on me. By the way, men also can have uh body image issues. I think that I think everybody does now because of the way that we're inundated with what the perfect man and the perfect woman are supposed to look like. Do you feel like though there is a change? You're seeing more body diversity in advertising, you're seeing more body diversity on social media or am I seeing that because those are the kinds of accounts I follow? What do you think? I think that there is an attempt by some in retail to uh, try to make it more acceptable to be what I would consider more of an average individual, right? And I I think, and that's, I'm not using that in a derogatory sense because I'm I'm one of those guys, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the average guys. And I will say this, it's, it does affect everybody. And and I hate that. I hate that because I'm now, and you know, I've been trying to lose weight and I have lost about 10 pounds since the beginning of the year. I want to lose a total of 20. But to me, when I see these guys on television or wherever they're at and they have their shirt tucked in and their guts not hanging over their belt, I envy them. And I was, and I remember a day when I could do that. And it bothers me that even just a little bit, I feel like I, I feel like less of a man. I'm not making this up. I think a lot of guys are like, "Oh God, you know that that beer belly thing, right?" Uh-huh. And no, no guy wants because I, it's like once you go down that road, you're going to be there for the rest of your life. And I can tell you this: the older you get, the harder it is to take those pounds oh, off. Heck yeah, right? I mean, a lot harder. When I was in my 30s, 
I could drop 20 pounds at the drop of a hat. I mean, it was nothing. Just Easy. cut out coffee Yeah, creamer. it was like I could cut carbs. <laughs> I could cut carbs and coffee creamer and just shed weight, right? right? It's not like that anymore. I really have to be conscious of what I'm, what I'm devouring, right? And, you know, lifestyle in general. So it that was one of my goals. And I remember the first time, and this was two decades ago, right? I walked, not, not quite, but about 15 years ago. I was over 250 pounds. By the way, I'm about 208 now. So I never really went back to that amount. But I was over 250 pounds and I went to a weight loss clinic. At that time, it was called LA Weight Loss. And I remember walking in to one of the coaches, if you will, and she asked me, what do you want to achieve? And that was the first thing out of my mouth. I said, I want to be able to tuck my shirt in again. And she was like, wow, most most men wouldn't admit that. (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm telling you, they think it. Right. So I do, I, I feel the same thing. And, and I understand like the women with the low rise jeans, they're like, man, I put them on now. Cause these, there's a lot of the same women that were wearing them 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. And then they're like, I don't know if I want to do that. No, it's, it's right. It's, I, it's tough. It's just not comfortable. Right. It is. And I, the, like, I, I could talk about like the psychology of clothing for hours. Cause it's fascinating. But I think you just need to identify your style and then wear what you like and what right. feels good. Yeah, and don't be like, don't let the trends dictate. We went to, well, we just went down a whole different road with these body I know, issues. It's, well, I think like clothing is so tied to that. I know it is. Because I, I know. When, when you're not feeling good about yourself, your clothing often reflects that. Let me, well, okay, back to, we're go, this whole conversation started with the change in wardrobe, right? right. We're talking about uh, athleisure specifically making its way into corporate America, because it is. Whether you want to admit it or not, your dad, as we mentioned, who's the president of a bank, doesn't necessarily like it. Well, yeah, he, he... <laughs> no, I mean, sounded like, like a crotchety old man. No, but I mean, but I'm telling you, because I know... You know, I was in the radio business for almost three decades. And early on, like in the 90s, when I got in and the and even 20 years ago, I knew sales managers that were old men that would not hire guys who dressed like they do today because they had they were still stuck in the 70s and the 80s. Well, even when I started at the radio station that I worked at most recently, the guys wore suits and ties yeah i know the guys on the sales team wore suits and ties and all of our like when you and i were together our gms were always sharp dressers absolutely right so it definitely has changed recently and i i know there's a lot of mixed feelings on that from bosses and ceos and owners and the thing about it is the new generation will take over and that will be that, it, a lot of those it, yeah, guys it, are becoming bosses it's and not, CEOs yeah. and owners. And so then they dictate the dress code. It's not going away. No. Like I saw I saw a photo of a guy, and this will be one of the trends. It's not here yet. The Midwest seems to take a little longer than New York and L.A., like the coasts, right? Fashion always moves in. Yeah. Right? Sometimes and it takes a minute for it It does take here. It takes a hot minute. But there are guys already wearing joggers. Yes, I said joggers with sport coats. I don't hate it. I'm just telling you. I think it's kind of a cool, like, mix of casual and 
elevated. I like it. The first time I saw it, I was a bit taken back. I was like, is that guy wearing? Because it was like, I mean, people know what I'm talking about. By the way, if you're listening specifically, I'm, I'm going to address the guys here because most women are all going to be like, I know exactly what you're talking about. But when I say joggers, I'm talking the tapered, what you would refer to as a sweatpants with the tapered ankle and the same, what well, what is that? That fabric in that tapered down ankle. Like the tech fabric? Yeah, but but I know I'm not talking about the fabric of the actual pant itself. Oh. But you know how you have like on a, on a hoodie, your, your wrists are wrapped? The cuff. Yeah. The cuffs on the ankles are the same as they are on your wrist. Yes. So the cuff, yes, they're wearing athleisure pants, which are like what you would consider sweatpants, with that cuff at the ankle. So it looks like he should be headed to the gym, but they're putting a sport coat on with them. And somewhat casual, but yes, dress, but yet dress shoes. It is, I'll admit, it was a bit jarring when, you know, a friend I have in the clothing business showed it to me and they said, this is coming. And I was like, what? They were like, nope, this is, this is what you're going to start seeing. And I said, you're not going to see that here now. He said, most likely not. It will take a time. It will take its time, but you will see it. And I was, I was like, wow, that is a big change. Your dad would have an aneurysm. He would. I was going to say crap his pants. He would, I'm going I'm to go with that. I'm well, go with con- his considering pants. his age, we'll stick with crap his pants. <laughs> He'll kill you for that. But. Oh, he's not listening. Okay, so do you think, and I love this, that men are branching out and bringing more variety into their wardrobes? Women have had so much variety forever, and men have had pretty limited options, I would say. But I like that that men are branching out and bringing more variety to their looks. I think the average everyday guy didn't really think about that in oh, the past. He wasn't like, I'm going to bring in some no, 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 no. It's not that. I, I just think that for many years, unless you worked in an office environment, right? Like those guys have always wore suits and stuff, and they had a, you know, a, a bigger a bigger wardrobe. But I think not just corporate America, but I think guys in general are spending more on their wardrobe mm-hmm. than they have in the past. That's what it seems like. And it's it is evolving and it's it, and they're they're going towards a is this a thing but a funner look? Sure. Right? It's more fun. Like a, a great example. They're exp- I think men are experimenting more. Oh yeah, for sure. With fashion. A great example is uh for years when it came to polos in the summer, it was pretty basic stuff. Ralph Lauren had uh, like one of the staples you saw in a and, lot of guys. And you could get it, it anywhere. The same polo in it, every color of the rainbow. Yep. And it was and and people guys wore them and it was an accepted thing, right? And it still is. But now you have uh all of these other um, the, you got the new fabric, the new tech, right? And then these new looks. And I will give you an example. It, Google this, and I'm not getting paid. This is not a paid endorsement, okay? Google Grayson, G-R-E-Y-S-O-N, Grayson Clothing. Look at their polos, and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. They're, they fit perfect. They're made of that fantastic new fabric. And they got all these cool designs. You can they'll, they'll tone it back a bit, but they also have shirts, and I have a couple of them 
that are going to be a conversation starter because of the pattern. And they're awesome. Yeah, I love them. They look I love great. Them. They're cool. They're yeah. fun. They're colorful. Yeah. it's it's And that's just one example. And they also do uh, pants and, I mean, they do it all, right? And I just think that that's an example of where it's headed. And because men are demanding that, there's a demand for it. You know what my dad would call those? Oh, God. Loud. He would. He'd be like, they're loud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Because I have a couple of those Grayson polos. And I love them. And once you get into those, and even some of like the Travis Matthew and some of the good, like even golf, like Ni- Nike cool and golf yeah, stuff. golf half now. The thing about golf now and 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 the apparel that goes with it, it's all about who can show up with the coolest outfit. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to be good at your game anymore. If you're dressed for it, you're in. Fake it till you make right, it. Right. That's exactly it. <laughs> but I think that, and this will be another entirely new show topic by itself when we get into self-care because i think yeah that's a great point i think that men and women both women have always paid a little bit more attention to what how they look right i think as far as dress what they're wearing but i think men now are are budgeting that in and it's not just clothing it doesn't stop there i think men's skincare products men's uh i think i think gym memberships all of that and even just going to these wellness centers. People are, I I think, and I was having a conversation with Gary Joe from Body Concepts about this other, the other day. I said, listen to, I said, self-care and pampering yourself is going to be big business. It is. It already is doing and well. just for women, you're right. Yep, it, it, it already is, but it's going to continue to get bigger. And you know what? Investing in yourself is not a bad thing. No. Right? I mean, it's something that we haven't done for years because I think a lot of people Again, going back to the older generation, please don't bite me for this, but it, it was considered selfish and indulgent. Yes. Right? But it's not. It's okay to take care of yourself and to treat yourself, right? And it's that old adage, like, put your own oxygen mask on first. Right. When you're taking care of yourself on all levels, you'll be better at taking care of those around you. Again, I don't know. Okay, we did we did kind of drift originally from our original topic, which was the new dress code in America. I, I didn't even talk about like what women are wearing to work. Right. So that's what it, let's let's get back <laughs> to that. And because men, you will see uh, here's what you're seeing with men. Uh, the ties are gone, right? And I'm talking about business. Business casual. The ties are gone and often even the sport coats as guys are going with this new fabric, the these these new new the pants, yeah, the tech fabric with the pants, cooler, more comfortable shoes, and uh, a, a polo is now acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it, a, it's in a, place of a button up. It's a more casual, comfortable, but still put together look. That's what guys are going to going for now. It's a cool look. So I now li- I like the experimenting you dudes are doing. How has it changed for women? What was it, and where is it headed? So. I march to the beat of my own drum when it comes to clothing. Your your, your co-workers will testify to that. <laughs> so I'm having a hard time uh, kind of putting my finger on it. And I was asked this recently at an event, like, has your interpretation of business casual changed? My interpretation of all dress codes is very odd. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> but I, I thought something that stood out for me when I started my new job, which is an office job. I'm out in the community. I'm in the office. I asked about the dress code and I was told dress to your audience. 
And I thought that was a really interesting way of looking at it. For example, if you're going to be in the office all day on your computer, not around customers, not at meetings, feel free to dial it back. Right. Be be a little bit more comfortable. But if you're customer facing, then, you know, maybe elevate it a little bit. So it, that leaves a lot of room for interpretation dressed to your audience. Right. But it it works for me. Sure. But you 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 see and I actually had someone ask me do you think for women, hair and makeup plays into a dress code? And that's another whole yeah. line of thinking. Yeah, we that's another discussion. But We've had that. They right. brought up the point, you know, if you are a woman and you're wearing a dress and high heels and jewelry, but you don't have makeup on and you don't have your hair done, does that factor in to, quote unquote, the dress code? Interesting to think about. I had never is. thought about it. Yeah. I do my hair and makeup every day. It's just how I feel most put together. So that's a personal choice. Right. But I don't think you should be required as a woman to do your hair and makeup as part well, of a dress. <laughs> again, right. Do as far as that okay. goes, what makes you feel comfortable. So let me ask you this back okay. to the original question. What were women wearing and how has it changed and what are they what are they wearing now? Well, again, I'm I'm not trying to dance around the question. I'm right. just like my experience is different with like before I worked in a radio station and I could literally wear pajamas if I wanted to right and no one would stop me or say anything by the way a lot of radio people do that a lot of them do and we're not proud of it well we, I, mean, I was not one of them I was never one of them to come in no because yeah. I am a firm I don't believer like that how you dress affects how you perform right so I think women to answer your question you're like, finally, geez. Uh, to answer your question, I think before the pandemic, there was already a lot of like leggings and boots and tunics and oversized sweaters. You still see a lot of that. There's probably a lot less high heels being worn in offices, I would say. Not by me. Okay. But yeah. but but I think high heel women have decided like I my feet want I want my feet to be comfortable. Sure. And there's a lot of options. Right. Back to that point that I was saying, like women have so much variety that that's cool. Um, but I would say less high heels and an even more casual look. I don't think the trend. I don't think the change for women today is as drastic as I it don't, is for and men. And maybe that's why yeah, I'm having such a why. hard time, yeah. like putting my finger on it. I I, I do think the high heel thing. Um, I don't think high heels are going to go the way of top neckties. There will always no, be high right. heels. Yeah, I agree. But I, yeah. I think you're right. The change. Ties may be back. Everything's cyclical, right? right. It, they may be back. But I'm just telling you right now, and I can tell you this for a fact, that they are not a thing. I'm just thinking of like our kids someday being like, have you guys seen these cool new things? They're called ties. <laughs> so it's a new accessory that's trendy and we'll be like, right. okay. No. Right. But I think you're right. Men's apparel has changed more drastically than women's. Right. And I think that, uh, and and that's not going to go away. The funny thing is, if you want to go all the way back to the start, for example, when I was a kid, my go-to on, you know, if it, let's just say it was summer vacation, which we're quickly approaching. I got up in the morning. I threw on sneakers, blue jeans, and a t-shirt. I played baseball in that. I rode my bike in. I did everything. That was my, that was my living attire. The kids nowadays, and we have a 10-year-old boy, they're not, there's, 
That we is don't not own a, thing. a pair of no, jeans. No, it's all that cool Under Armour tech fabric, yep. right? That's what it is, and that's how they dress. And most kids, there's not most. I would, I'm, and I'm not, not going to generalize here, but there's a lot of kids today that are in late grade school that don't even know how to tie their shoes because they wore slip-ons their whole life. Right. That's just a well, change. My tennis shoes don't tie. Right. Well, neither do mine. I mean, I, the funny <laughs> thing know? is, I do have shoes that do tie, but I also like the on cloud tennis shoes that I have. I have like four pairs of them. Not they're all slip no. on. I went and bought a pair of Martin Dingman. Is look listen up. to you with well, your no. your fancy fashion. <laughs> well, they're they're super awesome shoes. They look really nice. I mean, I can dress them up, or like I can wear jeans or dress pants with them. They're really nice shoes. But you would never know once I have them on and my pants are on that they're they're slip ons as they well. They don't tie. They don't tie. Yeah. So. So the tots are onto something there. Here's here's the two things that I think that have changed most for men. The fabric, it's not two, it's actually a couple of different things, more than a couple. It's the, the fabric and this athleisure stuff, no ties and shoes that don't tie. Man, there's something to do with a tie, a tie there. It's a tie thing. Nobody wants to tie anything, whether it's a tie or <laughs> shoes. But those that's definitely things that are going away that may not be back for a while. The only thing you want to tie is the drawstring on your joggers. <laughs> Which, again, it sounds bizarre, but look it up. Look up guys wearing joggers and a a sport coat, and you'll see it, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. It may seem jarring to you, but there's a generation that won't consider it jarring. It's not jarring. It's, it's not. awesome, and I, mean, I love it. And the funny thing is, the guys that I know, like Matt and Aaron is, are a great example. They're young men, and I love what they're doing because they're, they understand that, and they're bringing it to our town. Yes. Right, and I like I like to see young business owners, men and women, moving us forward. I really do. I I like to see that, and they have helped me dress, knowing that I'm 20 years older than they are, almost. Right? They were like, "We know how to dress you," <laughs> and you can always get that advice. And I like them being progressive and not Very just doing things the yeah. same way because it's the way they've always been done. Right. They are bringing in new trends, trying new things. And that's cool. I love it. You know, and I, and I think that now that we are heading back towards quote unquote normal, this is going to be something that I think a lot of the people that are closing in on retirement are going to have to adapt to because that, that next generation is here to stay. Sure. Right? And of all, all of the style that comes with them, except for mullets. Mullets are in style. I don't understand that. Please, God, we're not going to go down that road right now, but that they makes me al- almost angry. The youths love the mullets. I hate them. And they're I can't horrible. tell if they're being ironic or if they really like mullets. I don't know. But they're in. That they're is, everywhere. It is a, <laughs> a, 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 a national disaster. <laughs> That's what it is. I do not like mullets. My God. It's the... I just think of the Billy Ray Cyrus and the, I think is what it brings me back to is the early nineties. Oh, absolutely. And I'm like, let's not do this again, guys. But everything from the nineties is back in. And I remember I was a kid and I wanted to get bell bottom jeans so bad. I wore them in the seventies. Well, that's what my mother said. And she was like, I can't believe these are back in, she doesn't talk like that, but (laughs) she was like, she told me, I remember it clearly. I can't believe these are back in Your style. Your mom sounds like Marge Simpson. Know, Marge Simpson. Not what my mom sounds like. <laughs> my parents are going to disown me after this episode. Right, right. Okay, so my mom would not let me buy bell-bottom jeans because she wore them when she was a kid and she could not fathom that they were back in style. So I'm at the mall over the weekend. I'm by myself. 
And I walk into H&M and there's all these sweatshirts that have, they say Disney on them with like Mickey Mouse ears. Well, I wore those with bike shorts all the time in the 90s. And I'm like, these are back in style. <laughs> and now I know exactly how my mom felt when I wanted to wear bell bottoms. Right, right. Exactly. That's the honest to God truth. I was like, why would anyone want to wear one of these Mickey sweatshirts? You know what's funny is I can go back six, seven, eight years ago. And I remember we took your dad to a, a concert. We had met him downtown and we were doing a live broadcast when we were doing the morning radio show together. And he showed up and he he had his uh, a, a really nice shirt that your your stepmom had bought him, but he had it tucked in. And I'm like, dude, it's this is a country, <laughs> this is a country show. It's okay to relax. Pull that shirt out. You could, that? Did he yeah, have khakis on? You could untuck it. No, he had it tucked into his jeans. His jeans. And he looked like he looked like just it was it, it was my poor dad. a big no. He's it was getting raked over no. the poles. <laughs> but I was like, we love you, dad. Dude, you got to untuck that. You got <laughs> that's what they sell shirts now that are specifically made to be wore untucked. It's hard to right? evolve I know. once you've got your like set in your ways when it comes to style. It's hard to evolve. My dad was like that, and granted, he was. You know, twenty years older than your father, but my God, he—I couldn't talk him. It was no. embarrassing. He sometimes I would be like, "Dad, please pull your pants down," because they would be almost pulled—they'd <laughs> almost be up to his, like his armpits. I'm like, "Do you realize how ridiculous you look?" Right? He never—he never—he just didn't care. But you had your own personal style evolution. Yeah, I did. About ten years ago or eleven years ago. Yeah, I got rid of the. Uh, you were the rocking jeans. like the big white sneaks and the baggy jeans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember when I was in college too in the early nineties, I had you know, I was I was a big fan of of tennis shoes. Yeah. I was like I all the NBA players in their endorsed shoes. I listen, I know. I've been there. That's right why now, I, but you you evolved your personal style. Right. I think with a lot of uh what what you're gonna find specifically with men, and I mentioned this earlier, but you will notice that a lot of young men and then this next generation are going to budget themselves a clothing allowance because they're going to have more of a wardrobe than the guys did in the mm -hmm. past. You're going to see that. There's not even a question. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. You know what they say? You look good, you feel good, right? There's so much to that. So there that's we go. A, that's like a separate topic altogether because there is so much to that. So, by the way, again, we'd love for you to weigh in. When you you find us on social media, you can find us, by the way. We're everywhere. We're, we're on the World Wide Web. We are on the webnets. Go to georgeandjess.com. <laughs> you can find the latest episode always right on the homepage. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, just search George and Jess Podcast. Uh, and feel free to reach out. Shoot us a message. Weigh in. Um, it's been really fun the last week. And a half. And yeah. a half to hear from you guys. It's good to be back. Get back into the swing of things. It really is. It's good to be back. And we'll be here uh, with a new episode for you every weekday morning at 6 a.m. It'll launch. Again, when you find us, make sure you subscribe so you get that notification. Have yourself a wonderful day, evening, wherever you're at. Again, the great thing about our podcast now is you can start it and stop it whenever you want. Happy Tuesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning.